Hey guys, it's Ashley here. Um, I wanted to get on and talk about my recovery process, recovering from my eating disorder. Hopefully I can keep it pretty short. We will see. (laughs) So here are the things that I did to kind of get started with my recovery. One of the first things I did was obviously research. You know, I researched my specific eating disorder, which is binge eating disorder. And I learned everything that I could about that and the effects it has on my body. And then I did my research on diet culture and I did my research on intuitive eating and therapy and all of that and recovery. So that was the first thing I did. And then um, and then after that, I got on Instagram And I unfollowed everyone who is like a get fit influencer, right? They're constantly posting workout videos, the foods they've eaten, they're posting body pictures, and the people that I thought were inspiring me, but really were just kind of fueling this eating disorder. So I deleted all those people. And then I looked up the hashtag intuitive eating, and I started following a bunch of people who, um, are like dietitians and um, authors and people who just or people who've gone through eating disorder recovery and I've started following them and it's been so helpful and I have also been um, utilizing podcasts and books and YouTube Uh, I listen to the therapy thoughts podcast by Tiffany Rowe, and it is amazing. She is fantastic. I love her so much. She's the main reason I even realized I had an eating disorder, and she's the reason I wanted to go to therapy, and I wanted to to learn to intuitive eat. So I would highly recommend checking out her podcast. And then I also bought a book on Kindle by Evelyn Tribune. Tribuli or something like that. It's just called Intuitive Eating. Um, And I think I bought the third edition. And it's been so helpful. So, so helpful. Uh, I read it typically at night before I go to bed just so that I can get my mind in that zone. And then I feel like when I wake up, I am going to have a better day. You know, I'm going to be ready to tackle this recovery process. And I also listen to, or I watch YouTube videos um, by Follow the Intuition. You guys, she is so fantastic. It's crazy. She's amazing. She, first of all, has a super soothing voice with a cool accent. And so listening to her is, I love it. It's very relaxing for me. But her videos are everything that I need. She she hits so many topics that I've thought about during the day, and um, she's just so fantastic. So please look her up on YouTube and watch some of her stuff. I'm telling you, she's got a video for <laughs> every thought you could have. Uh, I watch her at night as well before I go to bed. So those are the things that I did... Um, to get started on this recovery process and then of course I told my family and my friends and um, that way I could have a good support system 
And that way people aren't like, dang, why is she eating ice cream? I thought she was on a diet, right? <laughs> like, at least everyone will know. <coughs> Sorry, we've been a little sick. So excuse me for my stuffy nose and my coughs. Um, okay, so now that you know that what I've done to get started, here is how it has gone. <laughs> it's been like maybe three weeks, I think. And the first week was amazing. I felt so good. I felt so free. I was just really appreciative of my body. It was just a good time for me, right? And then that second week, I started to feel like crap. I got my period, and that doesn't help, you know? I was hating on myself big time, and almost every day I would research a diet or some something like that, right? Because I wanted to lose weight, and I it, it was just a really rough week for me. Um, but I had to keep reminding myself that that is the eating disorder talking. That is my whole eating disorder. Is it's a, it revolves around um, dieting and weight loss, and uh, so that's a big trigger for me. So, and then that third week, this third week. It got a little bit better, but it was kind of a mix of both. Like, I felt pretty good and free, but then oftentimes I felt the need to diet. And um, so it's like having two people in your brain, right? Like, there's an eating disorder person talking who's telling you, dang, that's bad, that's a lot of calories, that's not good for you. Uh, You should do keto. (laughs) And then there's another side of your brain that's like, yo, it's okay. Just listen to us. We're hungry. Eat that. We got you, girl. <laughs> and it's hard to... It's so hard to um, listen to the recovery side. So, um, yeah, that's for sure been the hardest thing for me. Uh, and then I've also struggled a lot with just... I guess listening to my body. Hunger cues, right? I... It's hard for me to know when I'm hungry. It's not that hard for me to know when I'm full. Like I pretty much have that down because I feel like that's kind of an easy thing. You know when you're full. But knowing when I'm hungry is very hard. I have, I I kind of have done anorexia in the past. Um, not like full blown, but I definitely have restricted to a dangerous point. And then I have also struggled with binge eating disorder. That's the main thing I struggle with. And so I'll restrict to this dangerous level or just restrict to a not healthy level and then I will binge eat. And so my hunger cues are jacked up. You know, my body's like, uh, we're not hungry. We're used to not being fed. And so it's super hard for me to know when I'm actually hungry. And one of the things that I've been learning from the podcasts and the book and YouTube videos is if you're thinking about food at any time during the day, if you're thinking thoughts about food, you're probably hungry. And that knowledge has helped me a ton. Um, just the other day, I hadn't eaten like the whole day. Well, it was only like noon, but still, that's pretty crazy, right? It was noon and I hadn't eaten. And I was thinking about edamame and rice cakes and um, I don't even know, ice cream. And just, I was thinking about food. And so I reluctantly got up and honestly I was so mad that I was hungry it was bugging me 
And so I looked at my fridge and that made me more mad because I didn't know what to eat and I was starting to struggle with the whole this isn't good for you thing and this is a better choice. And it was just so irritating. And so I had to kind of sit back down on the couch, take some deep breaths and really listen to what my body wanted. And it took a minute. And then I realized that what sounded good to me was edamame. And so I just went and had some edamame. And it's difficult to um, to not listen to the voice in my head that's saying, that's not enough food, right? Like if you want to recover properly, you got to eat enough food. And that is true. You do need to make sure you're eating. But in that moment, I didn't want much more than the edamame. And as the day went on, I, you know, I ate enough calories. I was fine. Um, so listening to my hum- hunger cues has been a struggle and battling with that voice in my head has been a struggle. But there's also been a lot of successes in just three weeks. I feel just better. <laughs> it's nice to not stress about food so much and it's really nice to not completely hate my body. I mean, I do. That's part of the eating disorder and it's going to take me a while to recover from that. I definitely want to be a smaller person. And so that is going to be really hard for me. But just working on loving myself has felt so much better. You know, I wake up and those thoughts start coming of, oh, you're too fat. You, these pants are too big. You should get on the scale. And, and then having to consciously work through those thoughts and remind myself of my worth has been a really, really, really cool thing for me and I'm really grateful that that is um, something I'm working on because I do want to love my body you know despite its size I want to love it at every stage I I created two children and I'm gonna create more and I have gone through so many things in my life surgeries and weight loss and weight gain and I've pretty much tortured this poor body of mine so the least I can do is respect it at this point, right, I can respect it and appreciate it for all that it's been through. So that's been really cool. And then, you know, it's been fun to go on vacations and not be so obsessed with how I'm eating. We went to Disneyland and SeaWorld for my son's birthday. And on the road trip up, I brought fruit and I brought, I don't know, just Axel's snacks but then I also got candy and I had some of the candy but I also had some of the fruit you know and and before this whole process I would have tried to not eat anything on the road trip but then as soon as I got to Disneyland or wherever I was going I would binge eat like just a bunch of bad stuff and so that was really fun for me and then not that but you know being able to eat on the road trip and not feel shameful uh and then being at the park was cool at disneyland because turns out i didn't want that many snacks (laughs) i i thought oh i have this food freedom now i'm gonna be eating everything and that's not how it went i think i got one ice cream and then i honestly can't remember any other like treats that we had I don't know. I don't I really don't think that that I did have a lot of 
treats. And that was interesting for me because that's been something I struggled with before. We have annual passes and whenever we go, it's like, I don't know. My brain tells myself, this is your one chance. Just put the dieting on hold and eat what you want. And so, yeah, overall, it's just been really good for me to uh, work on listening to my body and my hunger cues and to make peace with food. Um, I'm going to be starting therapy soon, and I'm pretty dang excited about that. I like to have someone that can talk me through things and um, just pick apart my brain because it's my brain, right? Like, I, I don't know how to pick it apart. If I did, I wouldn't be in this mess in the first place. So I'm really looking forward to that. And um, I'm looking forward to these podcasts. They help me. I don't know if they help any of you, but... It helps me to just talk about the stuff I'm going through, you know, and like, this is real life. (laughs) I'm not a therapist, I'm not a dietitian, I'm not a big Instagram influencer, I'm just a normal person who has an eating disorder and who's trying to recover. And these are the real feelings I have, you know, I'm battling these two voices in my head, I don't know if I'm hungry, I, I struggle with, you know everything. I just struggle with, should I exercise? Should I not exercise? Is this food healthy? Oh wait, don't think that way. Just eat what you want. And and it's just, it's a really hard road. And like I said, those, the podcast I've been listening to and the videos I've been watching and the books I've been reading, they've been helping me so much. And so if this podcast can help you in any way, then I'm all here for it because this is not a road that we should be going alone. That's for sure. And so many of us do have eating disorders and don't even realize it, I think. Um, It took me, how old am I, 28? Sheesh, it took me 28 years to realize, well, not 28, I didn't have an eating disorder when I was a baby, but, you know, it took me 20-something years to realize I had an eating disorder. I just thought that that was normal. You know, I just thought, okay, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is how to be healthy, and this is... It's just what I, that's all I knew. And now, thank goodness, I have reached that point where I'm like, dang, this sucks. I hate hating myself. (laughs) And I hate being at war with food. And like, why does my husband eat whatever he wants? And he's like healthy looking and he doesn't struggle with weight issues and hating himself. He's just like totally a normal person eating whatever he wants. You know, it's so irritating. And so... It's nice to be on that road of recovery and to be able to treat myself that way and live that way. Um, There was something else I was going to say, and I just can't remember, so I guess I won't say it. (laughs) I don't know, but I will be talking more, probably like the next podcast about fear foods. Oh, that was what I wanted to say. Uh, Fear foods, I didn't think existed for me. I didn't think I had any fear foods, but I do. And it's, that's a hard one to overcome. So I'm going to probably talk about that next time. But for this episode, I hope that it helped some of you realize that you are not alone, that this is a journey we can all go through together and that it sucks. And it is not going to be all happy and roses the whole time. For sure. It's not, it's probably going to be a lot more difficult than it will be easy, Um, but it will be worth it. 
I know that already in just three weeks, that it's already worth it. So thank you for listening. I will get on here and babble some more soon. See ya.